this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Howdy, everybody, Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd, bringing you another hop minute coming to you from the sunny and the beautiful downtown Phoenix, Arizona. Man, I've got to tell you, so I, I moved, I moved out into the suburbs. I've, I think I've shared this at some point. So like mid-pandemic, we realized that um, we wanted to live farther out in the country. So we've been living in downtown Phoenix for you know, a few years, four or five, you know, a handful, a good handful of years. And which is fun. It's great. It's, you know, we were already starting to draw a little tired of kind of the concrete jungle effect that you get, obviously, in the cities. And uh, for a very long time, we were we were very, very, very against moving farther out into the sticks. And so we slowly transitioned and I say we partially transitioned. So we transitioned into kind of the burbs so we live kind of out in the suburbs now and our plan is to move even farther out into if you've been to phoenix you know that the farther you get outside of phoenix it turns mostly into farmland and then into just desert so we want to move kind of out into the farmland at some point i'm a hillbilly i'm a country boy at heart i can't help it i I need cows like I, I, i need stuff growing like i need like you know, just open. I need open. So we're, we're, we're slowly, slowly transitioning to that over the next few years. But I tell all of you that to say this is that now the studio is like a really freaking far away, away from, from where live. It's like a 40 minute drive. So at some point, at some point this year, I'm going to have to like pick up the studio and move it in that direction. So I'm trying to figure out what that looks like, but more to come. I don't know. I guess that's just like a little bit of behind the scenes into Sam's stressful life of trying to figure your everything out this whole juggling act of the hop nerd slash day job slash studio life slash everything else so i don't know i I guess let me throw this out there anything that you would like to see in the studio how would you like for it to look because it's going to be kind of a blank slate you know it's going to be a blank slate and i would love to get your input on it i'm I'm not saying i'll listen (laughs) but i would love to get your input on that so today in this hop minute we're going to try to set your set your clocks set your timers let's see if we can bring this thing in we've been I'm pretty good lately. Uh, my long-windedness, I've, I've been trying to keep it under control. This rant about my long-windedness is probably not helping the length of this particular hot minute, but set your timers and go. So today I wanted to talk more, more. I've been down this rabbit hole of blame lately. I've been really going down this rabbit hole of the ways that we administer, I'm just going to use air quotes here, discipline or accountability at work. And again, that's some of the problem. We use a bunch of words interchangeably, but I've been really nerding out on this because as a practitioner on the pointy end of this stuff, that seems to be the brunt of the conversations that we seem to have. And for me, you know, I'm a pointy end safety practitioner slash hop person, hop practitioner, whatever, doing, trying to do safety better person each and every day of my life. That's my day job. Like, and I've been a big part of several different organizations going down this path in my day job, right? Just in my nine to five work, that's what I do. So I'm on that sharp end of trying to figure out how to get organizations to kind of go forward, (laughs) to move forward into doing safety just a little bit better. But when we start having this conversation, this is the piece that most of them seem to get hung up on. When you say 
this, it, it seems to be blasphemous, blasphemous, if I can get my words out, blasphemous to say that blame fixes nothing. Because for a really long time, for a very long time, organizations have clung to this idea that through the stick that we can change people's behaviors, that through beating them harder with enough pain that people will finally shy away from their evil ways and embrace the light, the light that is the rules of the organization. They will embrace the gospel of the organization and that with enough pain and punishment that things will finally, finally, finally be okay, that will finally fix people. So uh, let me say this to you. I would love to hear from you. What are your experiences with it? What are your opinions on it? Um, I never have ever proclaimed to know all. I am a nerd. I'm continually learning about this stuff. I have some 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 opinions that I've formed <laughs> over time, just as you have, but I would love to hear yours. I would love to open up a conversation around this to how we can approach these things uh, a little bit better, and in particular, how we can start to kind of chip away at our organization's minds. And so just to share some of my experience, what I found is just demonstrating to them that it kind of sucks, that it doesn't really do anything good that it doesn't at least at least at the very least it doesn't do what we thought that it did right that when we start to kind of insert pain into our systems that the only thing that it does to people is cause them to avoid those pain points or those sources of punishment in a previous episode we talked about an eye for an eye leaving your organization blind and, and when you really start to turn that mirror around on the organization and say see this is what it does you think that it's making things better, but in fact, it's it's making things much, much worse because now you're losing all of that just valuable, absolutely needed operational intelligence because people are going to move away from painful negatives and they're going to move towards warm and fuzzy positives. That's what we do as people. If things are painful, we are going to avoid them. So a lot of this conversation that I've been having as of late is this idea that you know, shitheads do exist. I think we need to throw that out there, that, that shitheads do exist. Uh, we talk about the shithead clause in Safety Sucks the Manifesto, if you want to go kind of read more in depth about that. Um, but it's it's this idea that, you know, there are lazy people. There are people out there that have, you know, ill intent. There are not great people, but they are by far the majority. Like 99.99, the vast majority of people are not shitheads. The problem is, is that we treat most people like shitheads when we get to this decision point and that's really what i wanted to talk about here and it's going to be quick i know we're, we're pushing over time but but it's this it's when we have that operational surprise when we have that kaboom when we have that behavior even if we just observe a behavior that we don't kind of sort of like um, we have a decision point. We have multiple ones as we go down this path of discipline um, or deciding if we're going to pursue discipline or deciding if we're going to administer pain or extract our pound of flesh. Like we, we have a couple decision points. And one of the very first ones that we come to is this idea of or this question, do we have a person problem or do we have a system problem? Now, if you really stew on that for a while, and if you really dig beneath the surface, if you don't just take it at face value, if you don't just look at it and go, well, you know, the first kind of aha moment that you have and say, huh, found that there was a rule broke. We definitely got a person problem. If you can go deeper than that, if you can bring yourself, if you can bring your organization to go deeper than that, you will almost always, almost always find that you 
in fact, have a system problem, that even if it's a not great behavior, that it's system induced, that if you go farther than just landing on the first little shred of evidence that maybe the person wasn't great, because you have to start from a better assumption and say that, of course, the person wasn't great because they're a person. People are notoriously unreliable. Of course, they made an error. Of course, they bent a rule. Of course, they broke a rule. Of course, there was a workaround. Of course, those things existed because, of course, we're trying to get shit done in a crazy, complex in world that often we've complicated. Of course, those things exist. If you go deeper, you are typically going to find at that decision point that you move away from administering discipline, pain, the stick, and you move towards learning. If you answer that question, honestly, the problem is, is that we typically don't go deep enough to answer that question. Honestly, again, we land on the first little shred of evidence that indicates that the person was the problem. It aligns with their preconceived notions about people, that people should not be trusted, that we must do things to them to make them better people. And then we go down this path of saying that to make them better people, we must administer pain. They have sinned against our grand organization. They are not safe enough to belong. And then fire and hell and brimstone comes down and we beat and shame and shit on and disembowel and parade and talk about how great we were for finally punishing this evil wrongdoer and how things will be great now. Again, if you answer that question honestly, nine times out of 10, more, more than that, probably, you're going to find that you have a system problem. Those decisions matter and they matter a lot. Don't just land on the first shred of evidence that we find. Don't just say, because I found a rule, <laughs> found a rule now. Gotcha. Fuck that. <laughs> we, that's all I can say. We've got to do better. We've got to dig deeper. We have to seek truth rather than seeking out what feels good or what makes the organization appear right and just. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. This one went long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've just been really nerding out on this subject. Head over to the website, www.thehopner.com. Check out the new book. If you like it, love it, hate it, whatever, leave us a review. Ian and I always appreciate that. That helps us an absolute ton. Until next time, Sam Goodman, The Hopner, signing off. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>